Welcome to the Not-For-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. G'day, it's Justin Hall from Rightsource here talking not-for-profits, company secretaries, all things structure, um, and governance. And one of the um, interesting questions uh, is your company secretary that you have in your not-for-profit, who should they report to? So if you employ a company secretary, what is their reporting line and is this the, mo- is this the most effective way to do things and what's the, the benefits and potentially um, other options you might have out there? So when a company secretary is employed in a not-for-profit, the most usual place for them to report into is the CEO. Why is this the case? It's because the CEO has the responsibility of taking the strategy and putting that in place. And part of that strategy and running the organization is the administration of the organization, which the CEO is often giving the company secretary to do. Now, we talked previously about the CEO being the company secretary, and that the problem that you end up with this in most instances is where there's a clash between the two roles because the CEO role is very much about taking the strategy and putting that into practice. Company secretary role is very much about managing the board and making sure the board processes and strategic processes work effectively and that there's clear communication with the CEO. So the two very different types of roles take a different skill set and a different focus. And when they're in the same role, they don't tend to work. You have similar issues when the company secretary reports into the CEO. Now, it does give the CEO that, I suppose, more headspace to focus on implementing the strategy, but it still requires the CEO to manage that company secretary, which means understanding what they're doing, giving them support, giving them direction, and also, in some respects, um, allocating where they spend their time. So the CEO's priorities for the company secretary will inevit- inevitably move towards the ones that benefit making the strategy operational. So because of that, there does tend to be a little bit of conflict happen when the company secretary reports into the CEO. The other, and I suppose the more negative thing that can happen, doesn't happen very often, but it can happen, is it allows the CEO then to control the board because the, the CEO can, I suppose, monitor and if they micromanage the company secretary, can make sure that things that are presented to the board are presented in the way that the CEO thinks best to present, them, which then means they can delay certain things, can highlight certain things, and it, it just means that it constricts what the board can see which then allows effectively the CEO to manage the board. So is there a better way? Now, obviously, when you outsource your company secretary, um, whenever we outsource a company secretary with a not-for-profit, the structure that we have in place is that we report directly to the chair, that the company secretary reports to the chair and is uh, reports to the board as a whole. It works as a peer with the, with the CEO. Now, There's no reason why you couldn't put this structure in place if the company secretary is employed by the organization. Just because the company secretary's payroll gets done through the organization doesn't mean that that company secretary couldn't actually be 
appear to the CEO and also report to the board. So the board has two people reporting to it, the CEO in, it, in their role of operationalizing strategy and the company secretary in their role of performing the administration of the organization and supporting the board. Now, the benefit of doing this is the same as when you outsource a company secretary is that you end up with this team of three that um, the CEO, the company secretary, and the chair. So the benefit of this team of having a team of three rather than the chair CEO, which is an important relationship. If you then have a chair CEO company secretary as a as a, a troika, as a, a party of three, the decision-making dynamics become more interesting because there's always two and one. You can always get to that sort of majority. And a chair, a CEO, and a company secretary where they're all strategic roles in an organization, all bring different points of view and different skill sets to that discussion. So by having the company secretary not report to the CEO but report to the board, you unlock a very powerful decision-making process and a very powerful structure within your not-for-profit. And I suppose this is the, 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 the minor point to that is having the company secretary report to the board, not the CEO, then further removes that need of the CEO to be monitoring and managing that administrative side of, of the organization and is more free to go and implement the strategy of the organization. So from my point of view, I think that's something that not-for-profits should always look at is that the company secretary ideally should report into the board. Whether you outsource or insource, irrespective, I think that is a great structure to have. If you're looking to move to that structure and you need a circuit breaker, sometimes you go, it's worthwhile going to an outsource model where the company secretary does report in that space. You get an understanding of the type of person you need to fill that role. And then potentially down the track, you look to bring that back in-house. So there's a number of different ways you can do it, but I definitely recommend it. I'm more than happy to have a discussion with anybody who'd like to understand the, um, the way you could implement it or the, some of the details, some of the challenges they're facing. Happy to have that conversation, but it's something that I'm very passionate about, so always, always good to share. Thanks for your time today. I appreciate you taking the time to watch the video. Um, there's lots of other videos on governance and the not-for-profit space on our YouTube ch channel, so definitely check that out. But otherwise, again, thank you for your time. It's been Justin Hogg from Source. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.